All right, now... Let's get into the teaching of the Word today. Uh, For the Advent season, we have titled this sermon series, He is Coming on the Clouds. And that comes from Daniel 7.13, where the prophet had a vision of the Son of Man coming on the clouds as the Ancient of Days, God the Father, presented him with an eternal kingdom. And so for this Advent season, we remember the baby Jesus and the significance of him coming to the earth to be our Savior. But we also look forward to our soon and coming king who's going to come and establish an eternal kingdom that we get to rejoice together with him and be together with him for all eternity. And so today for week two of the Advent, for this theme of faith and preparation, I am not going to preach, but we are actually concluding our preaching development team rotation for the year. Right, We've had uh, Liz and Fran and Sugi and Andrew and Lannis have all done amazing throughout the year. And so last but certainly not least is Roy Nagata is going to come and share the word today. Thank you, Pastor Aaron. Good morning, Kauai Baba Church. And good morning, those of you on our digital campus. We welcome you as well. Let's pray. Father, we we thank you, Lord, for this day, Lord. This is truly a time to give thanks and praise, Lord, for your coming, Lord, but also that you are here right now, Father. And, Lord, we invite your Holy Spirit, Lord, to come to fill us. Minister to us now, Lord. Come, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Well, as, as Pastor said, we are celebrating the coming of the Lord, and He is coming back again. Yes. You know, um, as, as it's written in your, your bulletin, Advent is a time to slow down, to reflect, and to remember God's love and faithfulness in coming down to earth to be with us, to intervene in our lives, and to show us our need of him. And it is also a time to prepare us for the second advent when he comes to take his family home to be with him. Wow, sounds like a run-on sentence, but anyway. You know, um, I... It, it's, it's amazing to me that here we just celebrated Thanksgiving. You know, it was like, what, two weeks ago? And here we're on the bus, getting ready, rushing for the season of, of, of Christmas. Oh, by the way, my name is Roy Nagata. And um, I'm not the pastor. Um, I'm a disciple. I'm a follower, I'm a learner of Jesus. And I, I stand humbly before you in, in an audience of, of my mentors. So, so thank you for inviting me here this morning. You know, um, as I was saying, you know, um, it's, it's amazing that we rushed forward from, uh, from Thanksgiving. Um, you know, for, for me, it, it's, it's been a, a journey um, because I had to, to learn to, to slow down 
um, Thanksgiving was a special time for me because I, I got to slow down and go to Oahu, which is kind of a, a paradox because people think that, oh, you, you, you want to visit a neighbor island to slow down. But I went to Oahu and I saw my family, which I haven't seen in, in four years. And, um, you know, they, um, they, they welcomed me in, they embraced me. I said, Roy, it's, it's good to see you. And I, I got to see my, um, my nephew and his, his, his newborn daughter. She, she's um, almost two years old, not, not quite. And, and my niece and, um, and her kids. And of course, my, my brother and my sister. And they embraced me. You know, they said, Oh, you know, it's so, so good to see you. And I embraced them. You know, they, received me, you know, but uh, strangely enough, um, God's, God's family historically hasn't really embraced him. And strangely enough, the people of God, his chosen people, did not really receive him in. And they, they had a, a legacy of receiving and turning their back against him. And in Psalms, Psalms 106, this is, is what it says. It says, praise the Lord, or give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Who can utter the, the mighty acts of, of the Lord? Who can declare all his praise? Blessed are those who keep justice and, who he, and he who does righteousness at all times. Remember me, O Lord, with, with the favor you have, you have toward your people. Or visit me with your salvation, that I may see the benefit of your chosen ones, that I may rejoice in the gladness of your nation, that I may glory with your inheritance. And then there's a turnaround. We have sinned with our fathers. We have committed iniquity. We have done wickedly. Our fathers in Egypt did not understand your wonders. They did not remember the multitude of your, your mercies, but rebelled by the sea, the Red Sea. Nevertheless, he saved them for his name's sake that he might make his mighty power known. He, broke, he rebuked the Red Sea also, and it dried up. So he led them through, through the depths as through the wilderness. He saved them from the hand of him who hated them and redeemed them from the hand of the enemy. The waters covered the enemies. There, there was no, not one of them left. Then they believed his words. They sang his praise. The flip side. They soon forgot his works. They did not wait for his counsel, but lusted exceedingly in the wilderness and tested God in the desert. And he gave them their, their request, but sent leanness unto their soul. Going on down to uh, verse 
but complained in their tents, and he did and, and did not heed the voice of the Lord. Therefore he raised his hand in an oath against them to overthrow them in the wilderness, to overthrow their, their descendants among the nations, and to scatter them in the lands. They joined themselves also to the Baal of Peor, and ate sacrifices made to the dead. Thus they provoked them to anger with their deeds, and the plague broke out among them. Then Phineas stood up and intervened, and the plague was stopped. And that is accounted to him for righteousness to all generations forever. They angered him also at the waters of strife, so that it went ill with Moses on account of them, because they rebelled against his spirit, so that he spoke rashly with his lips. They did not destroy the peoples concerning whom the Lord had commanded them, but were mingled with the Gentiles and learned their works. They served their idols, which became a snare to them. They even sacrificed their sons and their daughters to demons and shed innocent blood, the blood of their daughter, the, the blood of their sons and daughters, whom they sacrificed to idols of Canaan, and the land was polluted with blood. Thus they were defiled by their own works, and played the harlot by their own deeds. Therefore the wrath of the Lord was kindled against his people so that he abhorred his own inheritance and gave them into the hand of the Gentiles and those who hated them, ruled over them. There the enemies also oppressed them and there brought into subjection, subjection un, under their hand. Many times he delivered them, but they rebelled in their counsel and were brought low for their iniquity. Nevertheless, he regarded their affliction when he heard their cry. For their sake, he remembered his covenant and relented according to the multitudes of his mercies. He also made them to be, be pitied by all those who carried them away captive. Save us, O Lord our God, and gather us from among the Gentiles <clears throat> to give thanks to your holy name, to triumph in your praise. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel from everlasting to everlasting. And that all the people Say amen. You know, sorry. As I read the psalm, you know, I often, often wondered, how could the people of God reject him? But I, but I look within me, and I see myself in them. I see myself rebelling against God, fighting against God, and time again, and time and time again, he receives me. He accepts me. 
and yet he, he, he doesn't leave me there in my misery. The psalm is a testament that reminds me of who I am and who God is. Thank you, Lord. And, and I often wondered, you know, Lord, you know, what is the word that you want, to sh want me to share? What is the word that you would like the nation of, of Israel to know? And I believe the, the word of the Lord came to me and said, I love you, and I forgive you. I love you, and I forgive you. And the word of the king this morning is he loves us, but he doesn't want to leave us there, here. He has sent a deliverer, a messiah, to come to set his people, his people free. You know, and, and the people of Israel were wanting and expecting a Messiah, a deliverer, after being, being they, they, they had a, a legacy of, um, of captivity, of, of bondage, um, and of exile, you know, for, um, under the, the Pharaoh of Egypt, they were in, in bondage in, uh, for 400 years. And again, it, the, the cycle repeated itself. Um, and, you know, they were, were not, not innocent, you know, they were partly to, to blame. They were in, in exile. And finally, on that Christmas day, their deliverer, their Messiah, was born to set them free. But they weren't looking for a Messiah to, to set them free from a life of bondage. They were looking for an earthly king, an earthly king to set them free to do as they pleased, as they wanted, in their time, for their people, and no one else. But the good news is, Jesus, the King, the Messiah, has come to set all of us free. Amen? And he's coming again. And he's coming again. And he wants us to prepare. He wants us to open our heart to receive him, to receive his love, and to know him. You know, the, the children of, of Israel had an affiliation. They knew about God, but they really didn't know him. Jesus came that we might know him. 
and we prepare for him when we receive him, when we receive his, his love for us. And you might ask, well, what, what kind of love, love, love is this? You know, um, I, have, uh, I have love for my family. I have love that my wife gives me um, or my boyfriend. But this is a, a different kind of love. You know why? Because it's, it's a love born of the Spirit. The, the Word of God says, sorry, I got several notes here. It is the love from, from everlasting to everlasting. It is love that loves us. It is a, a faithful love. And thank you, Lord. We prepare our hearts to receive him, to receive his love. We open up our lives and we, we trust in him. We trust in his unfailing love, his, his unconditional love. And thank you, Lord. The Bible says that to as many as received him, to gain, to them gave you the right to become sons of God, even to them who believe on his name. The word believe means to, to trust in, to cling to. Um, I like to think of the word embrace. You know, we receive and we prepare for the Lord's coming Again, we prepare for the king when we open our hearts to receive his, his love, to embrace him, his love. Again, believe is to trust in and to, to cling to. It has the, the connotation of, of, of clinging to. So we, we trust him, we, we cling to his love. And we surrender our hearts to, to his love. The Bible says, For God demonstrates his own love for us in this, that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. But as many as received them, to, gain, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, who trust him, who cling to, we embrace him. We surrender at the same time our sin to him that, that we may be forgiven and made whole, made righteous. We, we prepare our hearts and we, we consecrate our, our lives to him 
meaning that we bow down and surrender to him. We surrender our hearts to him as a, a living sacrifice. Um, thank you, Lord. Sorry. So, so when we, we consecrate our, our, our hearts to him, we surrender to his love and, and we surrender our, our lives to him as a sacrifice. We, we consecrate our, our time to him just, just as we, we consecrate our, our, our hearts just, just as people consecrate their, their hearts to, to each other in love, we, we consecrate our lives to him. We, we give our hearts, our lives, our time to him. Each, each day, we, we koinonia with them in fellowship. And then we surrender our, our lives to him in service. You know, the, the Bible says that we are born of the Spirit and we fellowship God in the Spirit. We tabernacle with him just as Moses went up to, to Mount Horeb and, and to Mount Sinai later and then built a, a tabernacle in the desert to meet with God in the Spirit, we too tabernacle with the Spirit of God when we meet in and with Him daily in, in, in consecration to the one whom we love. And, and the Bible says that as we do this, He fills us with His Spirit. He fills us with His love. He fills us with the fruit of the Spirit, the love, the joy, the peace, the long-suffering. And when we are filled with the Spirit, He tells us now to go. To go, to share His love in both word and in deed. But the only way that they can share his love in the spirit of love is with the spirit filling us daily. Again, we, we learned about being and then doing. So we are filled with the spirit. The Bible also refers to the spirit as the spirit of, of Christ. We cannot go and go out and do things alone. We cannot expect to, to love, love others unless the Spirit of God dwells, dwells in us, the Spirit of, of Christ. So while Jesus has left the earth, he has given us the commission to go with his Spirit, with the Spirit of Christ as his ambassadors to touch lives 
just as he, he touched, touched lives. I think of the, the commission of, of, of being a witness and growing a witness and, and witnessing, growing out and witnessing. And, and he prepares us, he commissions us with his word of, with the word of God to put on the full armor of God just, just as a knight is commissioned by the king, we too are commissioned with the helmet of salvation, with the, the breastplate of righteousness, and with the sword of the spirit. These are, this is the, the preparation of, of the Lord upon us to, to prepare our hearts in him, in love, to trust him, to cling to, to surrender to him. And that's what faith is trusting in him and surrendering to him. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. For him, to, him that comes to God must believe that he is, and he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And we consecrate our, our hearts and our lives in, in surrender to him. And then we go and we tell in both word and deed the good news that he's coming and is coming again. We remember our, our Lord and Savior because he remembered us that Christmas day and is coming again. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Let's have the worship team come back up today. I want to pray for us, and then we're going to sing of our faith. Thank you, Roy, so much for just a, a sobering reminder of this life that we've been called to live by faith and this consecration, this giving of ourselves to the Lord that, that we might be ready, right? One of the readings that we'll have this week in our Advent readings is the Jesus parable of the ten virgins, right? There was a bridegroom coming. All of these eligible ladies wanted to go out to meet him. Five prepared themselves for the long haul. They took plenty of oil for their lamps. Five didn't go prepared. They just ran out into the night hoping to find this eligible bachelor who was coming by. And when darkness fell, those who were not prepared did not have the light. And they had to go and try to find some oil. And while they were gone, they missed it, the coming of the bridegroom. And so our encouragement is we don't want to miss the coming of the bridegroom. 
We don't want to miss the coming of our king. And so we prepare ourselves. We take seriously this faith and the way that this faith is working in our lives and where our heart is surrendered. Amen? We've given you daily readings to continue your thought process on these ideas of faith and preparation, and those are on the back of your bulletin, or they're attached to the sermon notes if you're watching this video or listening to this podcast. And we encourage you to continue in those readings this week as as we continue in our Advent journey. Will you stand with me? Jesus, thank you for this sobering reminder. Thank you, Lord, for that beautiful metaphor that Roy was received by his family, received in love, and that, Lord, you have called us to receive Jesus the same way, that we would welcome Jesus into our lives, that we would cling to him as Lord, that we would love on him as the one who is worthy of our love. And that we would receive that great mercy and forgiveness that we heard from Psalm 106. That though we are so unstable, though we waver back and forth, Lord, you never change. And your mercy endures. We receive that forgiveness today. And cause us, Lord, to fix our eyes upon Jesus. That we would look for our soon and coming King. And that we would recognize every day is a day to be ready. Every day is a day to surrender ourselves. Every day is a day to grow in fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Every day is a day to share your gospel and your love with others. So, Father, cause us to prepare ourselves and let us answer the call to go each day and to give of ourselves for the kingdom cause. We thank you for that, Lord. Thank you for the great promise that we have in faith today. We receive it in you. In Jesus' name, amen.